are you playing? Hello, and welcome to What the Bleep Are You Playing? A podcast where we play a game many times bad and tell you why the bleep we played it. I'm You Shall Not Sean. This is Fly You, Thomas. And one does not simply walk into Mason. And a special guest is never late, nor is she early. Jazz arrives precisely when she means to. And we played... Lord of the Rings, conquest. Get it, Lord of the Rings. Get it. We did. I don't. We did mostly Gandalf quotes, and then one one, <laughs> one Sean Bean quote. I was gonna say, if you're gonna, if you ever need to know who's the best Lord of the Rings character, three out of four of those fucking quotes are Gandalf. Three out of the four were Gandalf. Am I right in saying that those are, that is the long, the longest like sentences we've had for the intro? Uh yeah. I mean, I did a a little bit extra for the uh, WWE All Stars when we had Chris. That's right. Gave you an, and then the Veggie Tales one is a little bit longer. I had a pretty yeah. long one when we did Gundam, too. That is right. Yeah, yeah I remember that. But, uh, yeah, we, we jumped into uh, back to the PlayStation 3 bit a little bit since we played a PS3 game, I feel. Don't worry, I make up for it. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Thomas is the one who owns the PS3, so, you know, Thomas is like, hey, I got this game for this system I own. Let's play it. For however much longer game. this lasts. <laughs> you want to play some games? And, um, well, we decided... To jump into Lord of the Rings for the first time. Woo. Yeah. It, yeah. And it, of course that means we had to bring the best uh, fantasy person we knew. <laughs> yes, I am a fantasy person. I, I am not real. Exactly. <laughs> You've probably seen these movies more than all of us. I don't know if I'd say that. I actually have seen these movies a criminally small amount of time. Really? Oh, well, yeah. That, I think I remember you saying wow. that you've ne- you haven't finished the third one yet, have you? I have. Oh, yeah. You have. Well, how many times have you seen them? Probably about three each. See, okay. got, oh yeah, I've seen. I've, I've got one. So. I've, I mean, Fellowship. I've probably seen about thirty-five times. Yeah, I've seen one movie half. But have you seen the Rankin and Bass Hobbit? I the have. greatest film. The greatest film, film in the history of films. I haven't. I've seen. It's literally the greatest adventure. The, <laughs> it's, it, it's what lies ahead. Right there in the today name. and tomorrow. Are yet to be said. Are you, uh, are you guys quoting the songs? Yes, yes, we are. The songs. Anyway, if, God, you, if you're, you're lucky, st- we didn't sing it. <laughs> if you're still listening to this podcast, and you know, I, you know, I, I don't blame you for being like. Uh, Actually, if you stop listening, it's transphobia. So. That's true. There you go. But we're yeah, we're here. Go. We're holding it against you to talk about Lord of the Wings. Lord, Lord of the Wings. Wings. <laughs> I'm gonna get some buffalo wings yeah, here. Yeah. yeah. You know, Gandalf walks in, you shall not pass me without those buffalo wings. God no, no, son. no, because he has to speak it like he's at a Buffalo Wild Wings. You shall not pass until you give me those extra spicy boneless wings, Frodo. Why did he become Southern? Why because become, he's at a Buffalo Wild Wings. Why did he become Foghorn Leghorn? Oh, goodness gracious. We played Lord of the Rings Conquest, and it is... Um, 
The best way to describe it is the studio that made it, Pandemic Studios, also made the original Battlefront games, Star Wars Battlefront games. And it is, if you took the Battlefront games and put Lord of the Rings in it and ratchet up the goofy on <laughs> this level, yeah, that's, that's honestly, up a few more notches. That's what I was going to say. Is, have, you, have you ever played Battlefront? Yeah. <laughs> You've yeah, pretty much played this game. It's Battlefront, but instead of guns, because, God forbid, Aragorn just pulls out a fucking block. <laughs> uh, it's Battlefront, but instead of guns, you just are hacking and slashing. Mm-hmm. And you have yeah. you have your mages, you have uh, archers, you have uh, ents, which are the vehicles, and I am best at ents. <laughs> uh, but also, because it was post... It was came out after Battlefront 2, uh, there, which debuted the heroes and villains in that one they do that as well that you know you're playing the grunts and then you know you do enough stuff you get to be uh uh elrond grenade (laughs) or the cheapest character in the history of games frodo this hitbox is so small it's it's genuinely unfair yeah that's that's another thing about this game is it's like take take the battlefront Put it in Lord of the Rings and then just gut out the balance. Just I mean, rip it out. Battlefront Two is back, not the most I, balanced game. I mean, game. going back, I was gonna say going back to Battlefront Two wasn't really balanced. Battlefront One was really balanced and had a pretty good online community back in the day, especially on the Xbox because PlayStation Two Online was um, not it great. It was online. It, yeah. it, you, you were, you <laughs> were in fact connected to the internet. I don't know if you were connected to friends or anything, but you were connected to the internet on it. But it did have a. That's probably the most balanced of their PlayStation 2 uh, games like these. Maybe one of the Mercenaries game was a little more balanced, I think. That, that does follow a little. It's a very similar type, type of, of game play. But th- this game. There's a reason they shut down the online stuff a year later. Uh, and it's not just because the studio was about to be a dissolved. Uh, it's yeah. because if you this game is. Um, the good guys win. The bad guys lose. <laughs> and sometimes the AI does not care oh which God. side you're on, and it's not going to do a damn thing. Sometimes the AI just dies. Like, it'll just stand there. Like, are you alive? Specifically, it takes a second for you to spawn in the game. And there was a few times at the start of a game we'd be spectating an AI. Say, we're in the mines of Moria. Arrows are whizzing by. You can hear the roar of a Balrog in the background. You're staring at this Gondorian soldier. He's got his bow pulled back, and why did he just walk off the edge? <laughs> did they not install safety railings? He's gone. Or, he, that's, a, that's a bottomless pit. He ain't coming back. Oh, uh, they did install safety railings. He just leaned on them. They're not up to code. <laughs> or, you know, there would be, uh, you know, maybe someone would be a hero like Gandalf who has exceptional healing power. And would not use it. Or uh, oh the amount of times that's like, we need to do teamwork to take down this big, uh, we need to do this big monster. What do you mean all of you are charging at his front? That is his exact strong point. <laughs> he has a grab attack. Avoid his hands. What? You mean throw myself into his hands? Uh, and legitimately... Hey, boss, he's got a sword the size of a fucking skyscraper. What's a skyscraper? I don't know, but I'm going to attack it. <laughs> And that is the big reason this game was not particularly well-reviewed. No, it wasn't. It's... It was a lot of fives, a lot of fours. It was uh, it was unbalanced, bad AI, glitchy in parts. And um, this might be one of the most fun that we've had as a group just yeah. playing a video game. Yeah. Because, look, this game is 
filled to the brim with flaws. It's ridiculous. And 14 years later, that's what makes it charming. Yeah. <laughs> Is that yeah. someone's like, you know what, that Lord of the Rings stuff, we're going to kind of, the, the, you know, the later games, things like uh, uh, Shadow of Mordor and things like that that like really leaned into the fan fiction Lord of the Rings games. They're like, what if we start doing that? But what if we make the gameplay absolutely crazy? And you're, we're going to say there are classes. And yeah, they do have some difference. But in the end, you're just mostly still doing the same thing with every character. <laughs> unless you're a scout. Then you're playing Assassin's Creed is what you're doing. You're playing I, Assassin's Creed where Ezio can go invisible, stab a dude in the throat, turn around, and whip a black powder bomb into their face. So I, I, almost, I almost wonder... Uh, what was the what was the next game that this de- that this developer made after this? They did not have much because they were going to be dissolved not too long ago because EA bought them and was like, yeah, we don't want you anymore. Okay, but uh, like the next one bad. or the previous one. After this, if I can get rid of stuff, they made one more game, The Saboteur, also released in two thousand nine. Okay, what was what was before this? Mercenaries two. Mercenaries two. Because I was almost thinking like. It, it could have been possible that like they were developing one of the other Battlefront games at the same time um, and had to split the team. Battlefront 2 came out four years before this. So, I guess not. Never mind. <laughs> so, I don't don't I, give them. I'm I trying think, to give Conquest the benefit of the well, doubt. Uh, so. I can give you the answer for this. EA was working on potentially dissolving them. I mean, there was also the fact that the Saboteur was the bigger project. Yeah, that was. The, this was their license, easy money. Uh, and they were working on, on, on Saboteur. <laughs> but also EA was behind the scenes being like, eh, we've acquired you and... Uh, we don't know if we want you. We think you guys uh, should all leave and join 343 Studios and go make some Halo games. Some of the worst Halo games. Halo 4 sadly. and the anniversary. <laughs> it's MCC was bad at launch. I, I know that we live in a day and age where MCC is like the only way to play Halo anymore. And it's good. It was not good when it came out. That's a problem with video games nowadays. It's not even nowadays. It's just... Yeah. yeah. But... But anyways. Before we played this, Thomas mentioned, uh, uh, was talking about and said, like, you know, it feels like Pandemic Studios kind of was gone before they really got going. Yeah, because when you look at their history, it's... It's not, like, the greatest lineup ever, but, you know, they've got the Mercenaries games. They've got the Battlefront games. Destroy think, All Humans? Destroy All Humans. I, I think the Saboteur, it, personally, I think the Saboteur is a really underrated PS3-era sandbox. Hmm. So, honestly, looking at their lineup, I'm like, there's not a really terrible game. And we're going to there's actually revisit this studio in a little later in the season, because we have a game that they made later in the season. Do so they really? Yeah. yeah. Which one? Wow. Do we want to say it? Uh, just the fact that Mason does not read our group chat or does not remember a single thing from listen, the group chat. Listen, <laughs> it I is hilarious. I literally sent it to the fucking group chat. They, oh, listen, oh, I do you have selective lot. seeing? I'm not in the group chat. Can I know? <laughs> Army Ben RTS. Army Ben RTS. Oh, that's right. They they had they. Had, Sorry, they I glanced. They at made that. three Star Wars remember. games. They made uh, Battlezone Two. They made a lot. They, like this studio was doing a lot of interesting things, and they were starting to move more into sandbox type of things, saboteur, and uh, they they were actually the team behind uh, the canceled Dark Knight tie-in right, game, uh, which, That's you know, right. was, was kind of sad. I remember even when that movie came out, and I was like, oh, the Batman Begins game came out, when's the Dark Knight game going to come out? And I, I know it was behind the scenes, there was a lot that they were taking time, because 
Nolan and WB kept a lot secret, so they didn't know a lot of the story stuff, so it was always going to be later after the movie. But it was like, you know, we'd sit there and like, like, it's still in development, it still in works. 2009. It's not really in development anymore, it's not really in the works. It's coming, it's coming. Well. That's sad. Yeah, the Dark Knight game comes out, and it's like, is Joker the villain? Oh, was that who's the villain in the movie? Yeah, we got Killer Croc. (laughs) (laughs) I was going to say Clayface. (laughs) Okay, look, that actually goes A sandbox game face. where Clayface is chasing you? Yeah, I'm down with that. Anyway. Okay, so it's Batman, Web, so Batman Web of Shadows. Yes. <laughs> I'd play it. But I, I think <laughs> this is kind of feels like a studio on its last legs, even though, as, as aforementioned, the Saboteur is a really good game that came out the same year and they did good things. This just kind of feels like, oh yeah, we, we know we're done. Let's get a game out and make some money. This is, it's, also, it's also interesting because, like, I didn't think this was a PS3 game. I thought this was PS2. <laughs> yeah, I said the same thing. I was like, I can see some of the graphic things. They're like, which system was this developed for? Yeah, it, it looks it, it uh, it's a little rough around the edges. Yeah. I, I like I. Gra- it's fine. Personally, like, personally yeah. graphics to me aren't the be all and end all of games. It is a noticeable thing. I love the way this game looks. Oh, that's the thing is, <laughs> it's bad yeah. graphics, but it is in like a fun way yeah. like in a yeah i want to bash my action figures together in weird uh combat sort of way that is okay if the graphics are bad not I great think, i think even a lot of the bad things this game does it does them in a way that makes them enjoyable yes yeah yeah like this is this is the most fun kind of bad game i've ever played we've played a lot of games like that yeah it's i have almost like that's our fucking brand yeah <laughs> right on brand Right on but uh, a little uh, from the behind the scenes. Now let's let's move over a little bit to kind of the gameplay of this fun, weird game. W- Thomas played the one player. We didn't really play a whole lot of the one player here I, when we I sat down. Jazz has a ton, of experience. Pl- has a ton of experience playing the one player. Is it as bonkers as the the blurbs make it out to be? It, it I think story wise at least. Is story wise the game? Follows the plot of the movies for the first half, the the light side. I can't remember what the actual campaign's called. It's like the War of the Ring or something. Yeah, it's War of the Ring, and then uh, the dark side is like the Reign of Sauron. Or yes, something. Um, and the Reign of Sauron is where things really go off the rails. The first mission of the evil campaign starts with... Sauron has been destroyed, and there's this little fucking dude running around, and he's the one who did it. Kill him. <laughs> and it just goes from there. You sack Rivendell. Um, the very last mission, um, if I remember correctly, this might be wrong. The very last mission is sort of the Ewok hunt the Battlefront had, except you're in the Shire, killing hobbits. Jeez. <laughs> Good lord, that's dark. It's dark, it's so goofy, and it's funny as hell. Yeah, I did not get a chance to play the dark uh, campaign. I played the light campaign because it was it was like two hours. It was not much They are very do. short. Mm-hmm. And I'm just going to be honest here. This game excels at multiplayer because the single player campaign pissed me the fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> it's because you weren't playing as a scout. Playing as a scout shatters this game at every available <laughs> pathway. I'm sure it does, but also I found uh, it does shatter the game. But once I was playing as a scout, I'm backstabbing everyone. I'm like, I'm fucking bored. <laughs> that, yeah, that that's the problem. Is that you can either you can kind of slog and struggle your way through it um, as like a warrior or a mage. If you're me when I was 12, you can play as the archer and destroy everything. God, I miss when I could aim with a controller. 
<laughs> or you play as a scout, and you go invisible, you backstab, you run away. You go invisible, you backstab, you run away. Go invisible, backstab, throw a grenade, run away. It, Wait, it's, oh, it's Hold on, I don't know if I'm getting on track with this. I'm going to need to repeat that one more time. Okay, go invisible. Yeah. Backstab. Yeah. Throw a grenade. Yeah. Um, backstab. Yeah. Um, go invisible. Yeah. Run away. Okay, got it. Um, I feel like you lost your own train see, of thought there midway see, through. Is, I can see in your face the brain rot of a brain broke. See, this is how... This Eventually how I, you inhale enough black powder that you just kind of lose see, This is how I know we're on different mindsets, because I exclusively basically played as the mage and the warrior. But I, also, I... It's on my fucking driver's license. It's Thomas, basic bitch. So. <laughs> I, uh... As I did in OG Battlefront, the first Battlefront game, is I would find the maps with the best ships, and you know, and in this game, uh, the best ships are the Ents. So uh, let me become an Ent, and then just walk and smack things. Ents, ogres, wargs, ballistas. Which that is a really cool way to make the vehicles from Battlefront into this world where there aren't vehicles. Just make them mounts. Yeah. One of those is the elephants. Oh, olifants. Olifants. Those are. Oh, I swear they're playable. The I, game we played on Pelennor Fields, they weren't. I have so many distinct memories of getting in an Oliphant because there's not a lot of room on that battlefield. There's you no kind of you move forward and you press square you swing, sometimes. You and swing your heads, like, um, yeah, I, the Oliphants are there for the player's Lego last to do a fun, quick time event and absolutely destroy. There yeah. is uh, speaking of the size of it uh, when we played Mines of Moria. Where you, if you're on the uh, dark side, you can become the Balrog, uh, and he is too big to traverse a lot of the map. <laughs> I got stuck a lot of times. I'm like pillar, turn pillar. All right, if I just turn the side and we pivot, okay, and, 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 and pivot, pivot, okay, pivot, pivot, okay, up, and pivot. up, 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 just, up, okay. Just imagining the Balrog trying to fucking shimmy through the pillars. Think skinny, think skinny, think skinny. <laughs> it, 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 as a feather. I can't see. It oh changes the uh, uh, the scene in the movie of like they're they're running away and he's just like I'm coming. Uh, 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 no, 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 just wait there, wait there, wait there. I, I know, I, I know, I'm gonna get right. wait there to the bridge. I, I'm, in I'm the movies, yeah, yeah, he could walk through pillars because he he's a giant pro- flaming demon, and they just kind of get out of the way. The pillars in this game are like, hey, dude. Do you have a warrant? Yeah. <laughs> turn around. All right. Imagine, imagine this, right? You're in that. You're in that map. There's nowhere to move. You have uh, the Balrog and Smog. It's just there's no room to move anywhere. <laughs> Which again Smog wouldn't fit in there. <laughs> these are game-breaking things that are absolutely hilarious and make the charming thing of it. Uh, Mason and, and Jazz were playing he- the hero mode, which is where all the heroes that you unlock are all just <laughs> so playable from the beginning. And it literally, it's, so it's chaotic, and you're like, oh, I-, I can see why this game was poorly reviewed. But it's also hilarious to watch because it's just, it's absolute chaos thrown into a, like, especially in a small map they played on the Shire. <laughs> and it's just... All these heroes running around, you know, you got three Gandalfs running around, you know, <laughs> fighting, you know, uh, a couple of Saruman who, they look the exact same and teammates, and it's, it's... I felt bad when I was, when I was playing uh, that match because I kept getting backstabbed by Jazz that I had to resort to screen cheating, and I hate doing that. <laughs> it makes me feel horrible. It's part, it's part of the thing. It's a split screen game. Everybody does it. Yeah, Everybody I... does it. Nobody wants to admit it. I was the first. See, I... <laughs> Any game where you can play as Gandalf and just fucking Palpatine, Wormtongue, <laughs> Dreamer, Wormtongue, 
with your fucking lightning. That greasy it's, fuck. <laughs> it's immediately a fucking 11 out of 10 game. <laughs> we played on the PS3. On the 360, could you play more than... Or I guess the PS3 had as well. Could you? Is it just two players, or could you play up to more control if you had more controllers? Um, I'm assuming probably four. I think you could get up to four. Which, again... Say, which, which version did we play? We played, like, like as kids, yeah. Xbox 360. I so didn't have a PC okay. as a Because I... I feel like I distinct, uh, I may be remembering this one, but I feel like I distinctly remember playing with you, me, and your sister yes. all at the same time. So, so I think, yeah. Yeah, because the Battlefront games, one of the fun things, especially on the Xbox back, you know, because the PlayStation 2 was two controllers, so, you know, you, you did just the two screens, but on the Xbox, you had four players you could play yeah. on Battlefront 1 and 2. And what that a weird that thing to lock behind one console. Well, it's not locked behind one console. It's just that the PS2 only has, has two, two controllers. Oh, so the PS2 is always that was a decision. PlayStation until they went wireless with the three uh, when they when you started to be have multiple controller gotcha. things like that. I'm yeah. Sure. Whereas I mean, Xbox initial Xbox and GameCube had four controller ports. That's right. Which are falling along the same way as like the 64 had yeah. four controller. Ports. I mean, you yeah. could. I mean, you could probably. Uh, I don't know. Buy a multi-tap or something. Mm-hmm. There were ways to, but a lot of the games didn't allow multiple play up without it, uh, and it was just something they didn't always include because of the versions. But that was just an interesting thing. I was like, well, I wonder how many you control you could play. We didn't really test it. We didn't have enough controllers, so but we did mostly two one-on-one matches with you know the teams things. Mm-hmm. Uh, Control-wise, it, it controls so similarly to Battlefront. It's hilarious. <laughs> it is just it is literally they're like, what if we did the Battlefront controls? But a little bit more of like hack and slashy. Yeah, yeah. I think my biggest problem was because uh, knowing these controls off the back of my hand as a like a twelve year old means that I had this vaguest sense of like I know what some of these buttons do. Uh, and then the second I got into a game, I was like, yeah, what's the, what's the <laughs> shoot button? And then you just your brain goes smooth and you forget it. How do I? How do I jump? <laughs> yeah. Oh fuck! How do you move? <laughs> what's the X button do? What's the there? D? And, and in the end, a lot of times, like you'll get depending on what class, you'll do a lot of other things. But in the end, if you're just a warrior, you're just using your power, your your hack and slash moves. You yeah. don't worry as much about your specials. There are a few things like your spinny swords, you know, your fire Beyblade. stuff. Yeah. So like, it's just <laughs> while there is a lot more differentiation. In the end, you're 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 going quickly. You're not always trying to do your big attacks. You're trying to do things yeah. that are quick. The only class that really matters with is archers because your variety of arrows mm-hmm. are like your entire arsenal. Yes. Um, right. And the mage, um, whose button prompts are even different compared to everything else because there's. Yeah. That class is way more complicated than anything else in the game. Yeah, the the mage has a lot more. The mage has the mage so a bubble, a heal, um, their base lightning spell, which is the only chargeable attack in the game. It's a, um, yeah, they've got a fireball. They've got they their... they have the fireball, which for different um, like races that you play as, does different things, um, and they have. Uh, they have the fuck off, you shall not pass. Yeah, yeah, an AoE burst attack. Which definitely feels like if a lot of more of the classes were balanced for combat, that there would be a lot more to, like, choosing your class. Uh, but because there's not a whole lot of balance, and uh, while well, mages absolutely have their use in a lot of times, it they also kinda... fall fairly fast <laughs> when you get to their shields. are way better in single player, because mm-hmm. a lot of the yeah. time you can be like, okay, this... Mission requires me to move across the map, um, and I have, like, a ton of archers. Because AI would follow you a lot in the um, 
campaign. And so you could use that little bubble that the mage puts up to cover the giant escort of archers you have while they fire at everything around you. Mm-hmm. Like, they, there was a lot more point in a lot of the mage's skills in the single player than there was in the multiplayer. More teamwork stuff that, you know, would really work if the online mode was anything. I, would, <laughs> I, I never even got to play the online mode as a kid. Um, mm-hmm. I really, really wish I had gotten the Which, chance, though. It sounds just like it would I think that maybe crazy. is something, I mean, almost tipping my hand to the second question a little bit here. You know, that's something that, you know, that, that I feel like with the dawn of a lot of the arena shooters nowadays, that, like, something like this maybe could come back a bit. In, but using util, utilizing some different things. <laughs> uh, but I really but think... we're going to make you dream later. I really think that, like, control-wise, it's fine, but... I. I'm not like super in love with the controls. Like they weren't. There was nothing bad about them, but there was nothing that was like, yeah. oh my gosh, this is like great controls. They're functional. Yeah, they work. They work, and they work better than just that. They work just fine. But like, there's nothing else. Like nothing about it that was like, oh my gosh, these controls are amazing type of thing. Like I, I, I yeah. would want to use these a lot of different things. Uh, but I think some of that might be down to how they ended up with the way the game clashes together with the classes, clashes, mm-hmm. uh, the classes fighting. Clash, yeah, class, the- yeah, words. It's, it was an interesting thing going back to playing this game, like com- comparing it to like when, when we played it for the first time and we were like 10, 11, 12 and didn't have the faintest idea what a good video game was, <laughs> but we you know, it was, it was, it was still a lot, a lot of fun compared to like playing it now as a jaded 20 year old and having at least a little bit of a semblance of what a good video game is being like, well, I'm still having fun. No, exactly. you don't. You but don't it's not, a, it's, you know. You don't have a semblance, you like go vacation. Oh. And, yeah, okay. I what was 22 when this game came out. <laughs> I have a yeah, throwback, huge, baby. <laughs> I have a huge taste uh, in like what's a good I game. was older than Mason is now when this game came out. <laughs> Did you play this game when it came out? I didn't. This That's the first what thing. I fucking was <laughs> gonna say. I've currently just got like the you know the the the, the bit of like hello, darling. <laughs> going towards me right now. I can see him staring off into space. <laughs> what is life? Anyways. I may be a small child, but I'm a small child who played games. <laughs> I honestly thought you were about to say I may be a small child, but I've got a big brain. <laughs> I don't. That's the problem. I've got the power of anime and God on my side. I do have that. Anyways. Well, part of that. Anyways, you were saying earlier about you you do have a semblance. Yeah, like I, I have a semblance of what a good... I have a vague idea of what I think a good game should be. Um, and I still think that like even... I think, okay, here's my hot take. I think even if this game came out now, I think it would get panned. If if this game oh, that sure. we just played came out yeah, today, there's... but it's one of those games that I'd find on the Steam library, um, and I'd be like, oh, this looks goofy as shit. I'll pay twenty bucks for it, and mm-hmm. then I would have three hundred hours in it. Yeah, right. it 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 is, and part of it is it came out in the late two thousand, you know, late two thousands, right? But you know, two thousand nine, there we're fading more and more away from everyone sitting on the couch and playing all night long, you know, games, and you're having all those sort of things that that was starting that. Games were not being developed for that, and this feels like a game that, like, if it had come out, if it had come out on like the Nintendo sixty four around GoldenEye time, we're talking about an instant classic. Yeah, like that's just the truth. We're talking remakes of this. Yeah, that's what we are literally talking about. (laughs) A game that in that era would be an instant classic, but kind of the era it came out and how it is, it is a step down and a bit from Battlefront's gameplay and especially Battlefront's online gameplay. 
I think that is what hurts it a little Shout bit out from to that 100 v 100 PC exclusive game mode in Battlefield 2. Mm-hmm. Whoa. Because remember, keep in mind, this, I believe, was the exact same year Modern Warfare 2 came out. Oh and God, online, and online, I believe so. I could It's around wrong. then. Modern Warfare was right around then, yeah. But yeah, and online multiplayer went from big to fucking ginormous. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So. Mm-hmm. And, and so, like, we're, to, we're, talk, we're just talking about a, a game that I think is a little late to the party of what, when it needed to be. But also I mean, maybe, yeah. you know, if we're talking about a studio that wasn't about to be dissolved or that was only working on one game and this was their A game for the year, maybe we're talking about one that has a lot more attention to the, some of the details put in, uh, specifically in the AI. <laughs> I, will, I will say this, though, late to the late to the party. Glad you made it, though. Yeah, I was going to mm-hmm. say. I think, oh, 100%. I think this is really one of those better late than never games because yeah. i can't imagine how my life would have changed if it's i had not played this especially considering think of the, the type of the lord of the ring game that we'd gotten we'd gotten the movie tie-in games which are really fun but they're more of action rpgs uh you know you had a lot of rts's on the computer my goodness lord of the rings rts's were everywhere on the computer i've never played a lord of the rings rts i had a friend i had actually had a friend in in high school who was a top ten ranked in the whatever the Lord of the Rings RTS. I can't I remember the name it was of it. Like adventure, or something. yeah, something like that. He and he. I, w- I've seen like the. He would go up to like the board during uh so uh during uh study hall, and he would literally draw diagrams of his exact plans of how he could win about how he could win a match against <laughs> he was a, a star against another like you know another ranked person game in like ten, he's like this is what will it'll be set up and this is another ranked player this is what he will do and I will win this match in ten minutes. I bet he was really cool. That yeah, I, I mean, genuinely, yeah. that sounds like a really cool person. To yeah, I'm jealous of people who can play RTSs. I'm too. Uh, yeah, for that. same. <laughs> I, I I I love RTSs and I'm always bad at them. That's why <laughs> Army Men Two is my favorite RTS because <laughs> I could play it. Oh man, I had oh, I had something I wanted to say and now I can't remember what it was. Uh, remember the point and click uh, Lord of the Rings game for the Super Nintendo? Oh yeah, I did not. Yes, that there was a. It, Kind of tangent. It's always <laughs> funny to me whenever I see Lord of the Rings stuff before Peter Jackson. Mm-hmm. Because, yes, obviously, Peter, obviously Lord of the Rings existed long before Peter Jackson. Yeah. But every time I see it, because I, I, I was born in 97, so when I first heard of Lord of the Rings, it was through the Peter Jackson movies. Mm-hmm. And so every t- Might so as well be saying that it's like Spider-Man existed before Sam Raimi. Yeah. And so second Sam Raimi joke made tonight. And like oh, yeah. every time I see older stuff, I'm like, "What the fuck is that?" <laughs> yeah, somebody went back in time. Why does that guy not look like Vigo Mortensen? <laughs> you you know you make a joke, but that's exactly it. Like the fucking Rankin Bass Return of the King, Aragorn. And that it's like, why does he look like Samson from a Bible special? <laughs> why, why, especially in Return of the King. Why are all the characters ugly? Why is every... That movie... That style is not ugly. How uh, dare you? It's not that the style's ugly. I love the animation. I love the art style. But the characters, they went... They're like, how can we make the ugliest humans known to man? And it cracks me up because they're like Gollum. You know, he's he's this wretched little creature. Always. The Rankin and Bass concept of Gollum scares the shit out of me yeah. today. He looks way too much like a fish. <laughs> I was gonna say he looks like a fucking frog. Yeah, he's way more amphibian than uh, even Andy. Andy, Andy, Andy Serkis. Yeah, Andy, um, Andy, even Andy really Andy bad with actor names. 
when his uh, it, it, this is a great tangent there in the Rangitabesque when he's like when he's like paddling his little boat in the yeah. first movie like that legitimately like the way they did the eyes and the color he's like Kermit the Frog's psycho cousin yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's awesome like a- <laughs> Basically, <laughs> the voice for Rankin and Bass's Gollum is actually terrifying. Andy mm-hmm. Serkis did a great job. I think that the the Rankin and Bass version of Gollum is so much more impactful. Even even in the Hobbit, where it's like you don't ever find out that oh he was a, he's he's a really fucked up Hobbit. You look at that and you go. That is not right. That ain't <laughs> like, right. What is that? What are you? Anyway, our fun tangent into the Rankin and Bass because, God, I love those movies. Oh, don't, oh, don't worry. We'll, we'll be coming back to those eventually. Def- absolutely. I think. Uh, does anybody have any like last little things before we get into the questions on the game? Anything you want to bring up about it? I I do, but I'm going to save that for the for the question. Fair enough. I think I I had wanted to say this when we were talking about pandemic. Um, and like, cause it, it is obviously, it's a tragedy when we see, um, like game companies get shut down, they get bought out and they get, it's dissolved. a tragedy when EA, it's, yes, it's, yes. Especially, when especially EA, when but it's just gone too soon. I think we can be thankful that pandemic didn't get the rare treatment where Ooh. they get bought out and then Microsoft says, oh, you're our bitch now. <laughs> You're gonna make nothing but live, shit when you live long enough to see yourself become the villain. Yeah, 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 yeah. and that—that is—that is actually an interesting thing. What do you, you want to make Sea of Thieves or Sea of Thieves? <laughs> every time, every time I see a games company get dissolved, I'm like, at least they're not. At le- in, in this at era, in this rare, era yeah. where the big companies are buying out and trying to get the exclusives for it, instead of like, instead of being like, we're gonna sign a contract, and you're gonna be for like five, the six podcast, years. The uh, Activision merger is awful and evil and bad. Yeah. Uh, and and there's always the thing. I, I've never yeah. had a problem with uh, exclusivity to systems. I've never had a problem with the studio doing that. But I don't like necessarily the idea of Sony or Microsoft. Nintendo hasn't yet, but or Nintendo or anyone buying the smaller studios yes. and making those because that, to pay make it them, exclusive. Pay them to make exclusive games. Don't buy them. Yeah. Because it creates a monopoly and it's bad. Yes. It's really really bad for the industry. Yes. Anyway, this if you wanted to hear if you got kept through this podcast and all the goofiness, here's the serious point where we get to the, like, hey, don't. I understand that Activision being bought by Microsoft is good for the people who like COD because it's on Game Pass now. It is so so bad for the rest of the industry. Yeah, it really is. Instead of just trying to make an, a good contract of exclusivity, because then you have control over it. You are making control over it, and it it. It's a slope that, you know, we can talk about the slippery slope, but it's a dangerous thing to be like, eventually it's just going to be one system. And what made some of the best eras of gaming is when new things came up. The Xbox changed the you know, changed the video game world in a lot of ways. And if, you know, Microsoft had been deciding, oh, we're going we're gonna to go out and we're going to just make some video game stuff. Oh. Sony bought us, you know, or something like that. Yeah. Now we're gonna make, and I understand that they're giant corporations there. That it's not quite one to one, but you know, as as much as you know, I, I would, you know, it's never gonna happen again. But you know, I always talk about like you know, joking that Sega is gonna make an assist a console. This is the year. This is the year. <laughs> but I don't think we're ever going to see some of those quote unquote smaller companies actually go out and try to do something big in the industry on their own because they're always being engulfed into these giant corporations. 
Yeah, and, and, and like even indie games um, are like dying out. We're, we're, we're seeing more of what I would call double-A games, mm-hmm. indie companies with triple-A backing, um, but at that point, we're going to see the, those game companies, they're just going to be absorbed into the conglomerate, and we're not going to see stuff like, oh god, what's the, the Cult of the Lamb? We're not yeah. going to see Cult of the Lambs anymore. We're going to see Microsoft's Cult of the Lamb, because they're not, we're, we're letting them get away with purchasing teams instead of purchasing a product. This is actually a really, just to tie to this game here, and to tie to the... I was about to Rings say, this Congress. is a weird, well, it's weird a good, left... Well, it, not weird, but... I have been boiling on this thought since, like, months ago. But this is a really good thing for this game, because this is actually something that we didn't see. Like, we're talking about how fun and weird this game is, but as we move into this era where studios aren't, specifically aren't being able to make two games in a year or three games a year because of the development time. And as you shrink that window and those things with those studios and things like that, you don't get... Look, this game was panned. This game is not a great necessary game. But you don't get these weird, fun games yeah. that we love talking about. You don't get a, uh, you know, a Marvel nemesis. You don't get, uh, you know, something like this. You don't get these studios that are made... You know, in, instead, you're going to get these big studios just shoveling out quick things yeah. or you're going to find studios that are milking money or maybe maybe some long con we're talking about you the kong and the walking dead game that just came out oh um, my god it's just it's just an interesting era that we're in and this game kind of does actually represent kind of that bygone era at the end of it, it it's sad when i say that itch.io is our only hope for like good small team games anymore um because i go to itch.io and I look at the top page, and it's, here's a shitty FNAF ripoff. Here's a slightly better FNAF ripoff. Here's a PS1 horror game, a PS1 horror game, a PS1 horror game, a PS1 horror game, a PS1 horror game. Do they have PS1 horror games? On Edge.io, they've got things that are like PSX horror games, which is to say, we've emulated the style, and we've made a really shitty horror game. Happens, but... Yeah, it was a good little tangent there, actually. I think that's a good message to get out on. I feel better about my life. Fair enough. But on this podcast, we like to ask two important questions of every game that we play. The first one is, how does it hold up? Let's let let Thomas answer this. He hasn't had a chance to talk in a while. Okay. (laughs) I I mean, if I got nothing to add to the conversation, what the fuck was I going to add to that conversation? Fair enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, what the fuck am I going to add? Fair enough. Uh, Anyways. Yeah, the... I think, okay, so, you know, whenever we review, whenever we talk about a game and we're like, yeah, it holds up great because all the problems it had then are the problems it has now. This is kind of the opposite where, yeah, it has more problems. I don't think it holds up great, but that's what makes it great. If that's what Yeah, yeah it, it doesn't hold up, but that's what makes it this fun game. Like, yeah. like, like graphically, as we talk about, it is, it is. Does not hold up. It has. It, it, it looks like Return of the King on PS2. <laughs> it, the, the the glitches and the funny things, but like that's what gives this like charm to it and makes me gravitate to this game and I'd, want to play this game. And I love you know this is this is so much of a hang out on a Saturday night with your friends and just spend three four five hours goofing you know and and, yeah. and playing it like this. 
Add this game to the ever-growing list of games that we're playing where it doesn't really look great, but it does not matter. Exactly. It, it, it is, it is, it's multiplayer is the same thing I, I said a lot about Marvel Nemesis, is that, like, it, it just does it a little more better. Like, yeah. lean into the fun, and that's what this game does. Absolutely. Probably not intentionally, but it does. Not to strangely bring the tone down again, but it, this is a thought that I just had that I think is really poignant. Um, it's bad, and games are bad back then, which is to say that it tries to do something, it does it mediocrely, and is fun because of it. It's not bad in the way games are now. Bad as in boring. Yeah. Like, yeah. It, it's and it's so much better to play a bad but unique game than a bland and boring. And that's kind of exactly the, the here. I can actually add to this conversation. It's kind of why... You know, say what you will about, uh, alright, let's just, uh, say this for example. The Silent Hill games have had quite the, let's just say, history. (laughs) But at the Mm -hmm. end of the day, they're, when they're bad, they're at least unique. Yeah. Like, Mm -hmm. yeah, I was gonna say Silent Hill Downpour, especially, like, people always kind of talk shit about that game. But then you look at some of the shit it does, and it's like, huh. It's a slightly more open Silent they Hill. They tried. It's got the side quest. They tried, and that's exactly it. They tried. Nowadays, when games are bad, it's because they don't. Yeah. It's Kong, and it's The Walking Dead. And it's That's Gollum. the bad games we have to deal with now. Or yeah. it's the other thing, you know, it's just, you know, they're, they're bringing out a, their yearly game in a franchise that maybe should take more time. You know, I have times. never seen worse Kong reviews. Yeah, no, I was going to say Modern Warfare 3, the new one, is just getting fucking slammed. And there's a good reason for that. They should probably take a break. Yeah, and that, that's uh, uh, Call of Duty was the one that I was thinking of on this. Is like we, we talked about, especially in the Call of Duty episode when we did the first uh, one, was we talked about, like, look, we actually really do like this franchise. But there are so many Call of Duty games. There are a lot. It's, it's there fine. are a lot. It's fine to just take a break. especially Especially when it's like... I don't really want to hate on the teams that made these games. Obviously. No, no. You know, the Kong, the Kong team had to make that game in eight fucking months. They're, they're people Trying to make a modern who, game in eight months, I would rather eat my own hand. Yeah. It's, it's people who are victims of the system that we have allowed to take control. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I think absolutely... It's not to say that there weren't bad games that are are unplayable from that era because there are there are a lot of them. You know, uh, there are there are a lot of the industry. There are a lot of games and a lot of issues and things like that. But there is an element of, and, and maybe it's the entire foundation of this podcast is that like there is bad just there is a difference than the bad games now, and that's not to say like a lot of bad games. I'm not necessarily counting Kong and Walking Dead because that's that's kind of a very different. Thing it's on this. their own it's flavor. But a lot of the, ba- the bad games now are still really playable. Like, you can sit down and play it. It's fine. It's just, as he said, the, the, the biggest thing for them is they're boring. Yeah. Or they're, they're not trying to, to, to break through something. They're just like, oh, we need another Call of Duty. You know, we need another, you know... Another even when the, another yeah the Ubisoft is one of the biggest oh, criminals God, of this. Yeah. But also things like oh, yeah. the remake of Battlefront. I really like when they updated Battlefront 2, but the first Battlefront, it's fine, it's fun, but you're also like, that it? See, okay. Yeah. That all? Right, right there. Let's go back to the beginning of our podcast. 
The Phantom Menace on PS1 is a fucking atrocious mm-hmm. game. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it is quite frankly. Doors open. Um, Let's go. Uh, having, I'll kick you in the dick. I'm uh, having flashbacks. I didn't but, experience this. You did. You should have. I respect that game more than I respect either of the newer Battlefronts. Because say what you will, Phantom Menace tried. Yeah. Neither of the new Battlefronts did. And that is something where, you know, that we, we can really fully just wrap it up and wrap up this question into uh, EA in this game is dissolving a company. And then they go find a company to make some make they, they, they literally owned the company that made Battlefront. They owned the company that made Battlefront. But instead of later hiring them to make make it, they dissolved the company and found someone else that they could do it. Yep. And that is a hundred percent. It's short sighted. It's short sighted industry heads. The same reason why on topic Warner Brothers writes off a lot of their movies for taxes right now. It's short sighted games. With all mm-hmm. the layoffs in the industry right now. Bungie. Oh yeah. God, what's the big one that I just wrote about it in the paper? I wrote about Bungie and I wrote about something else. Bungie is definitely a big one on it recently. Unforgivable, mm-hmm. by the way. Like I don't know how big the audience for this is. If any of you have a pre-order for the upcoming Destiny expansion, I need you to cancel that. I need... This is a call to action. You need, <laughs> I'm, I'm sorry to make your podcast vaguely political. Hold it's on. what I do. Hold on. Let me uh, set up the soapbox for you. But... You need to cancel no. pre-orders. When companies do these things that are regardless, like, unacceptable, Bungie fired hundreds of people from an award-winning fucking player contact team they won the game awards like best community team last year and they fired hundreds of employees and then so the that CEO's, they could make more money and the ceo just stands up and goes oh this is a sad day it's a sad day i, I, I don't know what, what am Do i doing don't mind me as i wipe my tears with these, these millions of dollars that i'm saving but i think that is the thing here we on this podcast absolutely love old games. Yes. We love video games. We love yes. playing these old games. But in this, some of these things, when these things are going on, and you know what? Never gotten to Destiny, so like that's you know not going to be hard for me. But you know what you can go back and do? You could at any point go back and play Halo. Yeah. They- Break out an Xbox. Break out right now. And so, you know, to, to pull this all back to this question. Hey, you got a PS3? Or an Xbox 360, this game holds up in the best way possible because it doesn't. Yes! Go buy it. You're not supporting evilness. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Reject modernity, accept Lord of the Rings Conquest. (laughs) The cult of conquest. (laughs) The cult of conquest. Anyways, it's been a weirdly passionate episode. I'm so sorry. That's what happens. That's what happens. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes we get on tangents and it's fun. The second question we ask of every game that we play. Would you like to see a remake or a reimagining of this game in a modern setting? Okay, well now it's time for me. I think I have to say no, just because yeah, of what the Now it's time for me to get on my soapbox. In the best possible world, I'd say yes. But I can only imagine that this would end up being like the new Battlefront games. And it's like, pay $50 for Aragon's hilt or some shit. And I'm like, fuck off. Oh, <laughs> that you would wanted, be the end of everything. You <laughs> wanted Tom Bombadil? Well, you gotta buy the Extreme Edition and you get the Tom Bombadil skin. For yeah, Frodo for- Baggins. Here's- <laughs> okay, it, it, and like, like I said, in the... In a perfect world, in a per- yes. In a perfect world, yes. I would love to see this game reimagined. I 
give me a PS5 game where you can play as Gandalf. Yeah, in a per look, and and we're not that far removed. Not you, Gollum guys. That's what I was about to say. We're not that far removed from a bad Lord of the Rings game that just came out. And so, like, the thing that I just want to say about this, like, my usual answer. I'm going to give my usual answer at the beginning. Drop it on the store right now. Yeah. Like, I, like yeah, you know, because you know, like uh, things like I, Star I Wars uh, destruction battles or whatever it's called destruction. is on there. Also a bad game, but also very entertaining uh, in a bad way. Uh, but that would be awesome to play it. But yeah, as we just said, like, Pandemic Studios doesn't exist anymore. So yeah, the, whoever's remaking it would probably wouldn't have been Pandemic anyway. But even on gener- in general, it would probably go to somebody else. And we would get probably the Battlefront games, which are fine. Battlefront 2 is actually a pretty good game, but it took... It being garbage at the beginning, and people getting incredibly pissed at the predatory natures for it to, for it to actually become a good game. Yeah. And I can't be convinced that it wouldn't be that at the beginning. So that's where it's hard for this, because we, we lived through the Battlefront relaunches, yeah. reboots, remakes, whatever you want to we call Battlefront the, 1 and 2. We live in the industry of And so, like, yeah, I, I think I'm, I'm really on the same page with Thomas here, like... I I would love I would love to see this on the PS5 or new on an Xbox or yeah I don't think Nintendo's going to get it but hey it was on the DS so maybe when they get the DS store just dropping their first they're like we've announced Nintendo DS on the Switch what games you got Lord of the Rings, Rings Conquest, Conquest. <laughs> wow the day I die <laughs> and that's all it's just one they launch with one game DS Lord of the Rings Conquest and it's just that it's nothing else wow. they're like we have no in plans for any more games three days later peaked. you find out that I actually bought Nintendo <laughs> <laughs> you won't know that I won the lottery but there will be signs <laughs> <laughs> okay okay so for me personally with, with all the best in the world would I want to see a remake of this game not really, because it's not it's not a hard game to find for one thing, and also ten bucks at GameStop. I was gonna, yeah, it's not a I hard. I just game looked to find. it up. Ten bucks. But but also, you know, I'm, Lord of the Rings, not my thing. I mean, I kind of alluded that to that at the beginning. I need to force you to watch those movies. You do. Fucking You've been heretic. trying to for a fucking while. heretic. I, it, it's not even that I. It's not that I don't like Lord of the Rings or anything. It's just not. My thing. Mason has really bad problems. <laughs> and some of those are the fact that he can't beat a 20-hour game. Wait, what if, game can't you beat? Uh, Arkham City, Arkham Knight, Knight, whatever. Arkham Knight, yeah. Eh, you know, well, we, if you've listened to an episode of this podcast, you know Mason has problems. Yes. <laughs> well, like, yes. <laughs> what do you mean by... Sorry to get on this standard. What do you mean by beat? Like 100%ing it? Like 100%ing it, yeah. Well, also, like he hasn't the beaten the game in general. Well, that, that. Well, what you, the fuck do you well, mean? You have to do the side quest first to get the good ending. Oh, one of those that you don't want to yes. do. Okay, I understand. Yeah. I understand. Um, see, you and I had very different mentalities. I saw all the Riddler trophies and I was like, fuck that. And I just want to be, I'll take the bad ending. Fuck the it. Every single time Guys, I play a game with I just want to say this is the greatest deja vu because I do not remember which episode, but this exact conversation happened and Thomas said that exact same thing. And I don't know which episode. I really I, hope it was the Gundam episode and this entire situation happened before. I don't think it was, but if it was, that'd be hilarious. It's uh, the Watchmen thing. It's the Watchmen panel. We'll go to some other yeah. 
2022, Thomas says fuck it to the Arkham Riddler challenge. 2023, Thomas says fuck it to the Arkham Riddler challenge. <laughs> it's what it feels like. Anyways, go, going back going back to me answering this. I wouldn't I wouldn't want to see this game remade. However, I do think it's a shame that the Battlefront style of games never really caught on to other franchises. Yeah. Closest it got was Battlefield. That's what I want to see. Is something Battlefield probably made the Battlefront job. Yeah. And then then the Battlefield, the guys who made the Battlefield went on and made the remakes of (laughs) Battlefront. (laughs) Because that was one of my things with the newer Battlefront games was they're fine. They're fine controls. They're fun. Things like that. But like there was something like the exact style wasn't what I was hoping for from the original ones. And this does copy that style. Buy our card packs! And that's that's one of the things that I'm like this this game. I love the Battlefront styles. I'm I'm the Star Wars person, so I love that. But like this game actually fits that style, and there are so many other franchises where it'd be fun with these things. Like, can you imagine yes. trying to make classes out of like DC heroes in a Battlefront yeah. game? My, like, my my immediate the X Men. My immediate first thought from playing from playing this game, and maybe it's because of all the swords I saw. I don't know, but I think Pirates of the Caribbean would fit perfectly. Yeah, yeah, like it it it. Give that and give it kind of the vibe of Battlefield. What is it? Nineteen fourteen. It's mm-hmm. not nineteen fourteen. Uh, uh, it, but I, it's, I, it's like Battlefield One or whatever. No, like the old old one. Um, oh, nineteen forty-two. Yes. Give it that, like an archipelago where you yes. are just piloting pirate ships from outpost to outpost to capture. Yes. That would be yes. incredible. Yeah, I, yeah, that was my first meet. But like, uh, there are tons of other. I think I feel like there are tons of other franchises. There are lots that, that you could do with any, it. Perfectly any franchise stuff. with like big battles can do a battlefront game. It would be very like not fitting for the franchise itself. It would be hilarious if Dune got a battle for you. <laughs> oh, I got my hero class, the Sandworm. <laughs> Got my hero, Paul Atreides. No. Oh God! <laughs> oh God! Look, we got Jesus here. <laughs> no, but like imagine, imagine if you will, to put you in a headspace that I've never been in because I don't know a thing about Dune. But it's like, oh, you're a foot soldier. You're running across a battlefield. One of those weird dragonfly ships fly overhead, and boom, sandworm. That would be that the would be, coolest. That would be really cool. Yeah, that would be really. And considering cool. that that's a franchise that mostly hits in the strategy or RT, RTS zone, yeah, that would be a really cool thing to see. When they dropped a trailer for the new Dune game, I lost my shit because it looked like a third-person like action game and then it in won- the Dune franchise. And I'm like, that's so fucking metal. That's what I want. It's an RTS. You bitch. <laughs> you betrayed me. You know, <laughs> we, we saw um, Zelda get Hyrule Warriors. Yeah, could you the imagine Z- Warrior Zelda game. Could you imagine if you did Zelda in this way? Yes. Another yes. franchise that oh. just came? We got the Gundam Dynasty Warriors. I would. I just yes. broke. <laughs> Could you imagine Gundam in this style? Uh, I'm sold. Like, like <sighs> shut up and take my money. So anyway, uh, if uh, you want to uh, uh, donate to our Patreon, Patreon.com/slash/WhatTheBleep. Sign I'm up. Crying. Watch right now, uh, so we can raise enough money okay. to go hire all the Pandemic <laughs> Studio people to make us our Gundam game. Anyway, we will start the Kickstarter. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> but what other uh, uh, franchises do you guys think could be in this style? Do you like this style? Sorry, Let us know. Just thought on G.I. Joe. G.I. Joe would be great. Mm-hmm. Thomas has got another one there. Let us know. Send us an email. Bleepyouplaying at gmail.com. That's bleepyouplaying at gmail.com. 
Let us know. Give us comments. What's your thought about the industry? We would love to hear and read it on any of these also, podcasts. Also, tweet me with those thoughts because I love talking about it. <laughs> <laughs> Don't tweet me. <laughs> Please tweet me. Nobody ever interacts with me online. <laughs> any t- That's a lie. Any, t- any tweet you want to direct at me, direct at Jess. Yes. Exactly. <laughs> but thank you for coming on, Jess. Uh, we thank really appreciate it when you we can get a guest star on, and we appreciate it. It's now the second time we've had you on here. Uh Woo. If you guys like jazz or don't, well, if you don't like jazz, don't tell us. If you yeah. like her and have, want more of her, <laughs> tell us all the time. Yes. Send, uh, send a weekly email. Hey, is jazz on this week's episode? Hey, uh, this no, week's episode? one star off. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> yeah, thanks for coming on so we can have a minimum of three people who know anything about Lord of the Rings. <laughs> that is exactly why we'd always to balance it, because it was just going to be one person who knew Gundam, and then boom, we, we equaled yeah. it, and now we're at least a little better here. Yeah. But we'll be back... Uh, I'm going to be bad again. It's going to be bad for me again. (laughs) Vroom, vroom. I have brought balance to the podcast. Burn it.